The Consumer Electronics Show for 2024 just showed off some of the best tech headed to market, and it seems like this is the year for handheld gaming. We'll talk about some new competition there. You mean like the Nintendo Switch 2? Lots of rumors this week, including tech specs, a possible release date. We're going to talk about all this stuff and so much more right now on Gaming News Weekly. What's up, everybody? It's time for another episode of Gaming News Weekly, the best weekly video game news show out there. Every single Monday, we're bringing you all the biggest things happening in the video game industry. You can find us on Fruit Lab, YouTube, podcast services everywhere. My name is Erock the Red, joined every week by this man right here. Full clip. What is going on? What's up? It's good to be back. Man, I'm proud to say 11 days in, I've already completed my New Year's resolution to just make a single gaming video. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Appreciate it. I watched it today. That's my New Year's resolution. Watch 100% of your gaming content. Uh Uh-oh. That was like a 40-minute long video. I hope you didn't watch the whole thing. I I skimmed. I skimmed. That's the way to do it. (laughs) Yeah. Um... How are you? What's new? How's things? You know, Great. not a whole lot. We're just, we're coasting into this new year, right? Waiting for yeah. some good games to come out. You know, I one I want to bring up, because it didn't make either of our lists, and I feel like if I would have saw it, I would have put it on my list. That mm. uh, Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth is coming out mm. a little mm-hmm. later this mm-hmm. month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you think you're going to pick that one up? I'm really, really thinking about it, because it looks like... So many things, like the classic Yakuza-style game, but also like this entire Animal Crossing game inside of it. It looks pretty right. crazy. Yeah, it's got it all. Those games really have, um, you know, they're they're so fun because they're so different, um, but also they have a lot of the gameplay that draws you in, like a good story and good fighting, but on top of that, like just a bunch of weird shit. Yeah. So, yeah, wacky. that's a good one, and that's a good point. That I'm, I forgot about it, too. Um, so, yeah, that's a good one. Um, oh, today I got to play a demo of an upcoming game that looks pretty dope. Uh, Prince of Persia, The Lost Crown, the mm. demo dropped today. That game comes out in not too long, maybe like four days from when we're recording this. Um, <clears throat> and I loved it, dude. I like, so I never really played the old Prince of Persia, like, um, you know, stop time, do that sort of thing. Yeah. But this is just like a Metroidvania kind of version of it. Uh, it's like a 2D side-scrolling like platformer. And I wanted more. Like the demo finished. And it finishes like so. It's like such a tease. Because you go through this whole section. And you get to the boss. And like this huge boss comes down. And just when the fight I would assume was about to begin. It like cuts and just shows like gameplay footage. Like that you might get. Um, and I, it was like such a tease, dude. I was definitely uh, hmm. uh, left wanting more. But uh, it was a lot of fun. It had a lot of, um, uh, like, a lot of, pla- like, precision platforming parts where, you know, you got to do, like, a double jump and, like, go between the spikes and the traps. So that was fun. I haven't played one of those in a while. 
And then just the, the abilities and powers that you see already just in the demo. Um, it's I don't, I think it starts you off like a little bit further in the story. So like you probably have more. But man, I definitely recommend this demo for anybody that's on the fence about the game. Um, because it sold me on it. Like I'm not huge on Metroidvanias. I love a good one. But this one, it looks fun and it looks like it's filling like a void that um that i have right now in my game i'm not playing anything like it so i haven't looked into this at all but does it i mean i assume it keeps the mechanics of the original series where you drop the sand and reverses time a little bit no no not not even in the in the demo and i believe i was reading some reviews today and i don't think they mentioned it at all so it's real much more simplified like if you get into like um uh, like if, if you die or something from platforming, it just brings you right back. It kind of zips you back. Like if you were to use it, um, but there's not the me- mechanic doesn't exist. I don't believe in this. Oh, so, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's much more of a simple and it's like, you know, you're off running right from the start. You just go in. So, um, yeah, I, um, I was very, uh, pleasantly surprised with it. And I think it's going to be a great game. There are some reviews out that are, you know, it's scoring very well in the nine, nine out of 10, 90s. So, um, should be good. But yeah, I haven't really played much else other than that. I'm still, you know, playing the same shit we talk about every week. Yeah. So, yeah, same here. I'm still, changed, so. I'm no life in it with Grand RP over there fighting fires and delivering taxi yeah. dra- rides. Uh, but, you know, the other one that I played was Beer, uh, beer Factory. But yeah. uh, that's one of our new releases. So, we'll probably talk yep. about it more then. Yes, I played that as well. Looking forward to chatting about that with you. Um, all right. Well, should we should we talk about new releases? Since Let's we, do it. you know, it's a little rusty. Like we haven't had new releases in like four weeks. So yeah. Um, let's do it. What what do we say? Uh, time for our new releases. All right. First up, Super Normal came out on PC on January eighth. Now this one, um, I didn't even realize it had come out. I saw like, um, I don't know if it was an ad or a review for it. And I was like, we just talked about this. This is a game that looks really cool. And, and I went and I read some reviews and it's like, mm, basically, so what it is, it's a, it's a psychological horror, uh, inspired by the Allison road and, uh, PT games. And you play as a detective trying to solve like a disappearance. And, um, it looks super scary. Uh, the graphics are awesome. It looks great. But I did read that it's got a very, like, simple, predictable story. And the writing is kind of not good. Yeah. But they also did say that, like, there are definitely some really scary moments. Which, if you're playing, this is what you're looking for in this game. You know, you're not looking to to have the best writing. But, um yeah, you want some scary stuff. And that's what this has in there. So maybe this will be a good sale game or something, something to put on the wish list and check out at some point. Yeah, I was trying to think, because I know from the trailer that it has this feature in it. But is this the one we were talking about recently? The standout feature is the microphone part. Right, yeah. Like the like, bad guys hear you. Yeah, and there's some sort of interaction with that. I didn't, um, I so I only found one review. and It was the IGN review. For this, and then the Steam um, reviews on it right now, I have it at like sixty percent. So I don't know much about how everything works. I didn't look into it too much, but yes, 
I forgot about that actually, and that's that was one of the draws for like you could like get answers by talking to the ghosts. So. Yeah, and it's like it requires the mic to be plugged in, and if you're too loud, you're caught. Game over. That I think now you're mixing it with that game. Uh, okay. Um, don't speak don't. or be quiet or something like that. <laughs> yeah, which are both uh, great, no doubt songs. Um, yeah. Um, and then the other release we had, Beer Factory, came out on PC on January 11th. This one, just like it sounds, is a simulation game. You run a brewery, or what they call a beer factory, uh, and um, you, you have to do everything in it. Now, I saw this is the content that you put out earlier. Um, you played the, the prologue thing. Yeah. Did you play any of the actual game after no. that? No, so okay. they're, uh, they just did the playtest, and the playtest was just of the prologue, which has been out for a while. I don't know okay. if anything was added for the playtest, but... It just ended after about an hour of gameplay. Gotcha, yeah. So I played the first little bit of the actual game, and it was the same thing uh, that you played. Exact same. It was basically just, must have just been like the first hour of the game. Um, and I like I was having fun with it for the most part. Um, it starts out strange, though, when you have to throw trash at like a homeless man. <laughs> Like yeah. it was, it didn't make, I'm like, does this really need to be in here? It's a little, um, it's a little sad. It's not, you know, I don't think beer people would do that. They would yeah. say here, have yeah. a beer. Let's they're, hang they're out or whatever. Yeah. We embrace squatters. Exactly. But, um, and I was enjoying it. Like it was, um, you know, it's got all the, the features of one of these simulation games, basically just, you're just doing a bunch of check the boxes you need to clean this do that do that and i was like okay this is great um and then i started finding a lot of bugs and in my short time playing it i think i maybe played it about an hour a little over an hour there were two that completely stopped any forward progress i had to restart it um there were a bunch that didn't like shit just didn't work right like you know putting like the bags on the the conveyor belt like and they would like fall behind and you couldn't get them or mm-hmm. um if they wouldn't put it on there right like stuff like that that was just really i was like okay this game i could be having a lot of fun with it but the bugs are really annoying the shit out of me so i stopped i'm gonna i'm gonna wait uh for patches and they've been doing a ton. I went on Steam just today, and I looked, and they put out, like, as of this recording, the game came out today, um, or yesterday, and um, they've already put out maybe, like, five patches. So nice. they know. They're working on it. They're actually on, um, they're going into all the reviews on Steam and saying, hey, give it another shot. Uh, the negative reviews, basically, saying, hey, give it another shot. We've been working hard to fix this. So... I'm going to keep, I'm going to wait like an, like a week and then I'm going to go back in and hopefully it's working properly. Yeah. Yeah. And I had the same experience, same glitches. Um, I don't know exactly where it went wrong, but I ended up with like a bag behind the bottom area and a bag on top of another area. And if the game had a crouch and a jump feature, I think I could have easily continued to play no problem whatsoever. But yeah, I just kind of, ran around in circles for a while and tried to figure out how could I get up high enough to reach that bag. Yeah. In the first case, it just kind of warped out back into a safe place where I could pick the bag mm-hmm. up. 
And in the other case, I don't even know how it was resolved, but I pressed the button to crush the seeds or whatever, and one came out, even though there's a bag still up there. So weird. It, it's weird. Um, but yeah, I, I like you said about the Prince of, Prince of Persia demo, yeah. that starts you out a little further in the game. I sort of wish, rather than the prologue, mm-hmm. that this playtest would have picked up somewhere in there where the factory's a little more established, because... Right. This first hour of the game, you don't make beer. You no. you crush sacks of stuff a couple times, yeah. and that's it. Right. Yeah, exactly. It's very slow. It's a slow-going game, and I get that. Like, you're starting from the bottom, and, um, you know, you got to build up to that. But, yeah, it's like, what you know, is this This is not grain crush simulator. This is, yeah. uh, you know. Um, but I think even, like, a bigger issue and something that we could talk about is that, like you were in this play test full of bugs. Um, and then they release a game full, like chock full of game breaking bugs. Like what, like why not just delay the game? Why put it out in the state that it's in? It doesn't make any sense to me. Like it's, it's just like, they have to know, especially from them doing a play test with people reporting these, like, I mean, maybe at that point it's too late, but even then, like, up to this point, like, dude, this game is broken. It's not a finished game. There's absolutely, it's not at all a finished game. So, like, are they just churning these, I mean, I know these simulation games come out, like, there's a new one every week of something. So, is it just that? They're like, listen, let's just get it out there, we'll make money, we'll fix it as we go. Like, I've never been uh, on day one of one of these simulation games, ever. Well, House Flipper too, I guess I was, but um, and that game works great. So I don't know. Yeah, I, I think there is a little bit of that because Gun, uh, Gun, I can't, I can't keep them all straight. Yeah, but the one Smith, with guns, Gunsmith yeah, Gun Simulator, Simulator, is kind of like that. Like it had a lot more bugs on day one than it did um, with the full release, and then good patches afterward and added features, and that's maybe something they'll keep doing with uh, Beer Factory. Yeah, yeah, it. I co- I kind of looked at the dates on this. The release was on January 10th. The playtest was going from like the 3rd to the 10th, roughly. So your mm. playtest, where you should be collecting all the bugs and feedback and then doing something with it, goes right up to your release date. So I think it's a little bit more marketing than it is sure. Um, yeah, actually bug collecting. But as long as they do something with this data that people are giving them, hopefully, yeah. then yeah, it'll be, it's all good. I'll, yeah, I'll go it back does, to it and try it. Sure, yeah. And it does seem like, like, I read through all the patch notes, and it's like, oh, yeah, that happened to me. That happened to me. So, like, the stuff that was broken, they're aware of, and they seem to be fixing it. So now what they need to do is add, like, native um, Steam Deck controls or um, a controller um, playability. Because right now it's just, like, keyboard and mouse. Um, but I have... Like I've just been binding all the keys to this to the Steam Deck, and it works fine uh, with that. Just um, it's not as smooth like when you're like picking up and throwing bags or whatever. It's you know you're doing it with a joystick, so it's not as it's not as easy, but yeah. uh, still very fun. All right, and that's it for our new releases from this week. You know, two it's more than we normally have, so we'll just keep. Let's just gonna snowball from here, and we're gonna get uh, maybe three next week. All right, should we move things along, talk about our news of the week? Yeah, let's get to it. Let's do it. 
has been the week for handheld gaming. Um, lots of news out there talking about handheld gaming and leading the pack. A lot of rumors about the Nintendo Switch 2. Um, so a press release just came out um, from CES from uh, Altec Lansing and AI Shark, which, okay, we're going to we got to talk about this. Game Shark. You're familiar with Game Shark? Oh yeah. Okay. So Game Shark was a um like a device that allowed you to put cheat codes into games basically. Now they've somehow either, you know, either they've been around just hiding, just waiting for their moment to strike or they've been reborn. But now they are AI Shark. And we'll talk, should we talk about AI Shark now? Well, no, no, let's talk about the Nintendo Switch because that's what I led with. But I have so many questions about this AI Shark. Right. Okay. Um, so in this press release, talking about how AI Shark is teaming up with uh, headphone designer, maker, manufacturer, Altec Lansing, um, they talk about how it's going to come out the same, this fall or this September, the same time as the Nintendo Switch too. So people are like, what? Like, you're just dropping this information in, like, some random press release? Um, so that happened. And um, so they're talking about September 20, 2024. And then in uh, Taiwan's Economic Daily uh, paper, they reported a ton of new rumors regarding the tech specs for this. And they're talking about they know the price. It's going to be $400. Uh, it's going to have a 120 hertz screen, and it's going to have an NVIDIA two, T239 processor um, with 8 gigabytes of RAM, 64 gigabytes of storage, and a battery with greatly improved life. So, um, sounds fantastic. 120 hertz screen, um, you know, you get that 120 uh, frames per second. Call of Duty might actually work on this, like we've always been speculating. Um, so, like, this is... This is all this news that's coming out. And um yeah, what do you think? Is it do you think it's valid? Do you think it's uh bullshit bullshit? I don't know. In this sort of situation, you kind of got to look at the history of this. Like are they known for leaking reputable information? And I really don't know much about who was it? What group? AI Shark? Yeah, yeah. And Altec like you Lansing? said, like, where have they been for the past 20 yeah. years? And that's what, so Jason Schreier from Bloomberg, he put out a statement or a tweet or something said, like, really? Like, Nintendo's going to tell AI Shark when their new system is coming out? He, yeah. he thinks it's like a, like a PR stunt, like, like to get us talking about AI Shark. And it's working. Yeah, yeah, that, that sounds like it tracks. I mean... Yeah, I don't think Nintendo's going to be on board with whatever the hell AI Shark is cooking up. They've never, they don't like you to like enjoy their games on your terms. So yeah. that is the complete opposite of what Game Shark has always been. Okay, this is a great lead in. So, Game Shark was this, you know, code thing. Now, AI Shark, they're supposed to be um, under this new rebranding AI enhanced software that is designed to aid individuals in improving their gameplay over time. Says it's not designed to be a cheating tool, but rather it focuses on aiding individuals improving their gameplay and its target audience is casual gamers. So, what does that mean? <laughs> it sounds like a cheating tool. 
like, and then how does it factor into that it being used for a headset? Like, what? I don't understand what's yeah. happening here. I'm so confused. Um, but yeah, there it is. If anybody knows, if anybody has any idea of what's happening, uh, let me know because I am clueless what AI Shark is, how it's going to be in a headset. Like, is there going to be like some AI, like, is it like her, is I going to be like talking to you saying, like, this is how you get better? Crouch, you dummy. Get good. It just yeah. says get good over and over again in your ear. Right. Yeah. I'm confused. And I don't know. Yeah. I, but there was an update on the article that this was uh, guesswork. They were trying to make an educated guess right. about the Switch's release date. Yeah. So, that's what they said. Do you think it's plausible? I do. I do think with all the rumors that we've been having um, about what this is and what it's going to be, I think a, a fall release date this year is definitely plausible. And I think it's probably true. Yeah. It's got to hit right before Christmas, whether it's this year or they put it off right. for a year. Exactly. I think bef- before the holidays, it's gonna you're going to move a lot of units, um, especially with something where people don't, you know, it's got to be a, a, a noticeable improvement. There's such a huge, I mean, everybody in the world has a switch, you know, it's got to be big enough for to make those people be like, okay, now I'm going to get the switch too. It's going to have to have, you know, games that emphasize this big drastic change so i don't know we'll see i'm sure we'll be talking about it a lot uh in the months to come all right some new handhelds that we know are actually coming have recently been announced first one the msi claw a1m now this is a groundbreaking handheld gaming device that marks a new era in portable gaming gaming experiences Powered by Intel Core Ultra processors and featuring Intel XS technology, ensuring a smooth and immersive gameplay experience, even on AAA titles. What do you think of the claw? The claw. Looks good. This is probably one of the better looking of the the handhelds we've been seeing lately. Sure. It's got those cool lights on the trackpads or or on the uh, joysticks. No trackpads, which is... They went with the lights over the trackpads, which I don't know if I agree with this move, but the lights <laughs> do look cool. Yeah. But then I don't know about the name. Like, I get it because their MSI's whole thing is like a dragon, uh, so Claw fits that. But like you mm. made the Toy Story reference, that's exactly what people yeah. think when they hear that, I think. Right. Right. Or like when you play, like when I play too much, like on my Steam Deck or Switch, oh, my yeah. hand gets stuck like this, and I call it, you know, I got the gaming claw, where I'm yep. just like, stuck um and then the other one came uh that has been um announced the aya neo next light so now this while i'm talking about this do me a favor google that because at uh like two minutes ago they were gonna um start taking pre-orders and i want to see how much this is gonna cost so this is um no specs for this one but this one, it's going to also have a 7-inch display, um, 800 pixel, so not as powerful as some of the other ones, uh, more in line with the Steam Deck. But they advertise this as having Steam OS. Right off the jump, they're like, okay, this one's coming with Steam. And everybody's like, what? Valve is letting them also use Steam OS? Turns out that they were lying in their initial press release that it actually has um, uh, Hollow ISO, which is like a... 
in a steam operating system kind of emulator type hmm. situation um did you find anything well i'm on their site it just says subscriptions open at 9 30 on 11 24 mm-hmm. est we're there it doesn't seem to have an option so maybe it'll mm-hmm. update in a few yeah. minutes Sure, sure. We'll keep an eye out. Not a good start here for all those people that were hoping to get this. But on that same website, uh, it does say this is a budget version. That's why I'm I'm wondering what their idea of a budget um, version of a handheld PC is. Um, what what would you say? Three hundred bucks? Is that budget? Less compared to where the others are? Yeah, that seems budget. But I don't I don't know what sure. you get for that. Yeah. So the claw. That's the price of the in comparison is uh six ninety nine um for I believe the five twelve and then seven ninety nine for a one terabyte. Right, because but, the I mean, PlayStation portal was like three hundred dollars on its own, right? And that had no internal processing. I think it was I don't even remember what it was. Two hundred? Was it three hundred? I don't know. I but thought so, somewhere it, in there. Yeah. I mean you could get the new OLED Steam Deck, the five twelve I think is five forty nine. So um, it's not bad, but out of all of them, so this claw is sounds very interesting because it's the first one with the Intel processor and, um, that could be really awesome. Like you could really get some insane looking games on there. Now that comes at a cost though, with your battery life, you know, if you're running like huge graphical, uh, powerful games on this, what's it going to do for your battery life? You know, I I did hear people uh, uh, that went to CES talking about it said maybe a two hour two hour battery life, which um, it sucks. Hey, that's basically what I'm getting with the Steam yeah. Deck for some of these games, and it sucks. I want them to like focus on that. I heard that the OLED Steam Deck has a battery better battery life, so um, that's good. But yeah, I want more time with it. I started playing. I was playing Hellblade the other day. I took my Steam Deck up to bed. I'm like, I'm gonna play Hellblade while I'm going to bed. Um, I ran around a little bit, and then like, not not nearly enough time passed, and I'm getting like the low battery thing. I'm like, God damn it! So yeah, it's cool though that we're getting a lot more choices. I'm I'm really liking this. It's gonna force uh, everybody to put out their best product. Prices to come down maybe. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I didn't know that part about the the correction to their Steam OS part, but I thought this yes. is another one of those situations where we had the Steam Deck versus the Ally, where the Ally is like a Windows machine, and I kind of side yeah. towards the Windows machine because I want the open-ended ability to put whatever store I want on there, and Steam being one yeah. of them, you could probably even run it in uh, on PC. It's called like Big Picture Mode or something, mm-hmm. um, and, and run that as, as an OS that's nice and snappy like you're on a console. Right. Um, and I'm sure one that only has Steam, it, it'd be like the Steam Deck where you got to find some workaround. But yeah. yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know enough about uh, the OS you, you said that it actually has. Yeah, no, me neither. I don't know what that, that would be if it's just that. I don't believe it's going to have any other um, like operating system on there besides that. But yeah, I always think about like those Windows ones. Like, yeah, there's so much more you can do. Um, but having the steam deck now and coming from that like the simplicity of it for someone who's not big into pcs or or any 
any of that stuff. Like, it's just such a simple gaming machine, you know, just to use it as yeah. that. I'm not trying to do a handheld PC situation, so it's great. But I do miss out on some of those, like the the GOG games for Epic and stuff like that, because I'm solely using that the Linux Steam OS. But uh, yeah, I'm excited to see uh, what these are all going to be like. Some bummer news: our first layoffs of the new year. Uh, Unity Software uh, just announced they have to lay off 25% of its workforce, about 1,800 jobs, um, basically stating that. They are doing, it's a corporate restructuring, and this is part of it. They said um, they are implementing a comprehensive assessment of its product portfolio and conducting a financial evaluation that would likely include discontinuing certain product offerings, reducing our workforce, and reducing our office footprint. So, you know, it's not it's not Unity's best year this year. You know, they're still making tons of money, but... Um, Unfortunately, not enough to keep a, a full staff going. And then, and oh, go that's ahead. always the first thing cut. That's the easiest money right. for a company to to save. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then, secondly, Discord is cutting seventeen percent of its staff, um, which is about one hundred and seventy people. Uh, and basically, their their thought was that they. Um, they grew, they got too many people too fast during i mean when when discord was huge during the during the pandemic when you know people were staying home and using discord all the time now um they might have surpassed that so basically um the ceo said uh, we grew quickly and expanded our workforce even faster increasing by five times since 2020 as a result we took on more projects and became less efficient in how we operated so um they they laid off 4% of their staff last August, and now uh, this is the, the follow-up. But I did read that um, in, like, in their release to, the, to all their employees, they talked about like the severance and stuff. They're hooking their people up. They're doing good by them, man. It was like five-month salary and an extra week for every year you've been there. And then they're paying their health insurance all the way to the end of the year. It's just January, you know? So they're paying a full, full year's of full health insurance and like all this other stuff. So I was like, it's good to see, man. Uh, it's a bummer for them, but hopefully, you know, everybody laid off bounces back. Yeah. That's good to hear. I mean, Discord's probably the best in this space. And I understand there'd be a lot of competition that came up when in COVID everybody trying to get the work from home teams to sure. work with them. Yeah. Discord's always done a pretty good job of all this. And I know people love it. I'm a bit of a boomer when I try to, do anything on discord but mm -hmm. you know they also made the jump over to xbox over this past year or so i'd like to see them also be able to integrate onto playstation because there are so many of these cross or cross cross platform uh titles yeah and communication's a nightmare when you got friends on yeah. multiple consoles or yeah yeah absolutely and like i wonder if they're kicking themselves because they had that 12 billion dollar like buyout offer from microsoft a few years ago you know i wonder if that uh because everything i read they're still not turning a profit they're still they're slowly coming up on one but all right next up the playstation plus game catalog for january was announced uh coming january 16th tiny tina's wonderlands 
Resident Evil 2, Hard Space Shipbreaker, Lego City Undercover, Just Cause 3, Session Skate Sim, Shadow Tactics, Blades of the Shogun, Vampire the Masquerade, and Surviving the Aftermath. Uh, if you're a premium subscriber, you also get Rally Cross, Star Wars Episode 1, The Phantom Menace, Street Fighter 30th Anniversary Collection, Legend of Mana, and Secret of Mana. Pretty good month. Some uh some some great games. Tiny Tina is a uh, fantastic, it's like Borderlands but fantasy version. Resident Evil 2, we just talked about that because that's was just announced coming to Game Pass. Fantastic game. And then Hard Space Shipbreaker, the goat of shipbreaking games. Uh, yes, coming. I was even thinking, played. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, maybe I should play on the PlayStation, try to get some of them trophies. But I don't know if I could do it again. Oh, God. Um, yeah, that's a long uh, commitment. It is. It is. Like, I think I'm, um, like, I, not, I don't understand how this happens to me. It always happens to me. But, like, the how long, you ever go to how long to beat the website? It tells you, how, like, how long it takes to beat a game. Yeah. yeah, I'm always like way over the what it says. Like for Hard Space Shipbreaker, it said like 30 hours. I'm at like 50 some hours, and mm-hmm. um, not even close. So I was at least like 40 or 50, and and that's yeah. everything except for one trophy. And I would have to yeah. do all of that time over again to get it again. Yeah. We talked about it off screen yep. last time. Yeah, so I think a lot of it is me just falling asleep while I'm playing or just like sitting in the pause menu or something because it seems like a lot. But um, yeah, yeah, some good games in there. Just Cause, Lego City, Session Skate Sim, something for everybody this month in PlayStation Plus. Uh, any standouts for you? Mostly the Hard Space Shipbreaker. I'm, I'm excited oh that more people will have the opportunity to try that out and hey, maybe we'll get a sequel down the road somewhere. Oh, that would be nice. That would be- All right. Next up, we got a new game announcement, Sun and Bone. This is a first-person dino hunting game from Team Kill Media, the guys that um, brought us Quantum Error last year. Um, Now, this is a PlayStation 5 exclusive, and the trailer, which really surprised me, so, because it, it starts out, it's just a guy and a cow. You know, the, the age-old trailer, just a guy and his cow. And then all of a sudden, you get the Jurassic Park water tremors, because there's a T-Rex coming. And then the T-Rex eats the cow, and I'm like, I saw that coming. But what I did not see coming was then, like, this heavy metal, like, scenes with, like, this first-person shooter gameplay with these just dude just blasting dinos in the face with shotguns and, like, stabbing a triceratops through the head with its horn with its and then weird, horn. weird hybrid like dinosaur creatures with blade arms and stuff i'm like yeah. this game looks insane so yeah, I'm yeah it looks, looks I'm, wild I'm could in. use a little polish maybe but yeah i don't think it's a triple yes. a is it right no it's um uh, the uh, the official statement from the from the press release when a local farm in Patchwork Montana is attacked by a group of notorious bandits, Sheriff Sam Judge sets out to bring them to justice by any means necessary and save the hostage they have taken. So much backstory for this, like I would have never picked that up in the trailer. Um, yeah. 
But on his journey through the mysterious motives of those he pursues, Sam finds himself transported to another world overrun with prehistoric creatures and dinosaurs, and he must fight for his life to make it back alive. So, what's the point of the first part of that synopsis then? Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Who knows? I did feel a little bit bad when he's killing like the Ankylosaurus and the and the Triceratops. I'm like, yo, these are plant. <laughs> These are not carnivores, dude. These are herbivores. Stop yeah. killing all the friendly dinosaurs. So, you know, it looks fun, though. We'll see. Yeah, I'm wondering. It's got to be like $30, $40 title, right? Yeah. You know, this This is sort of like Super Mario World, where you're really just going through that world, semi-peaceful animals just messing things up and stomping <laughs> on their heads. It's That's true. what he's basically doing here. Yeah. Except for maybe those, yeah, those weird dinosaurs with blade arms. They do not look friendly. All right, next up, it's Hollywood Minute here at Gaming News Weekly. Um, During Sony's press conference at CES, we got a glimpse of some first-ever footage from the Gravity Rush movie. Now, did you ever play Gravity Rush? No, I didn't. It's not a very widely known or played game, but I um, platinumed the first game and had a blast i haven't played the second one yet but it's basically like you can control gravity so you got to like figure it out so you could go up or down that's how gravity works and um now there's a movie coming out for it i didn't know about this movie but it's like a, a little like quickest little glimpse of this this movie so i feel like it's still off in the distance but we also got some more info about god of war uh, series coming that is currently being written scripts are currently in progress for both that and then um horizon there's a horizon show on the horizon that's what they did uh god of war is going to be on amazon prime horizon is going to be on netflix and i did not know any of this information so it's pretty cool to see uh yeah that those are being added to the to the lineup with twisted metal and your favorite halo mm, other way around i think i love twisted metal i hope for another season don't know if we'll get yeah. it but I think, they, I think they announced one i don't i don't want to get you excited if they did but that sounds familiar to me um and then of course the most popular one being the last of us which has been in the news recently too with um you oh, know yeah. they just won eight creative arts emmys uh including Nick Offerman won for that uh, in his role yeah. there, as well as uh, Storm Reed for her uh, guest appearance. So very, very cool. And now they're doing, like, there's a ton of casting news about, like, the next season. I know they just got Caitlin Deaver in, who I really like her. Um, so, yeah, exciting. And then production on that starts in February. So, man, Last of Us, God of War, Horizon, Twisted Metal. And most importantly, your favorite, Halo. Yeah. Um, I just talked a whole bunch. Anything? Anything you want to add about that? No. Yeah, we'll have to see more of that as it comes out. I've not played the God of War TV or sorry, the God of War games. So yeah. maybe the TV series will be my intro, and it'll light that fire in me to go back and play them all. There you go. Fire up the from PS2 the very, from the very beginning. Yes. All right, well, now is your turn to talk because it's Full Clips GPU Corner. 
There we go. Okay, so so NVIDIA has announced the 40 Super Series. So this is the cycle that these top-tier graphics cards come in. You've got the new series, so the, the 10, the 20, the 30, and now we're on to the 40 Series. But you have these iterative updates in there. You've got the TI cards, the Titanium. It's an upgrade. And then the Super is an upgrade upon that. So here we are past the TIs and into the super phase. So, three new cards are announced. They're coming out this month, different days. January 17th is your chance to get your hands on the cheapest of the three cards at $600 USD. That's going to be the 4070 Super. Now, this card is going to be more powerful than the 3090, the original 3090. Mm -hmm. So that was the top dog of the uh, the original 30 series there, and it's going to take less power to do that it's going to be up to one and a half times faster and then on january 24th you get your chance for 799 usd get your hands on the 4070 ti super and then january 31st last day of the month for a thousand dollars the new top aside from one card that's still out there the 4090 that's still king of the ring you've got the 4080 super coming out now that Mm. is uh, something like the 3080 Ti, so it's it's pretty powerful up there. It's uh it's supposed to be a beast. Max settings, a 4K resolution. It's everything you could want, short of paying 600 more dollars for that 4090 that's still out there dominating the space. It's probably not a 600 dollars difference in um in performance though. So this is a pretty good value compared mm-hmm. to the 1600 dollar card. All right. Yeah, I see. That's a lot of numbers. Do so you follow any of that? Dude, when I opened up the the link and I was like looking at it and there were so many random numbers and stuff, I was like, my brain like literally did a shit. <laughs> and I had and I just stopped and I broke for a second. So I uh, yeah, thank you for, for enlightening me. Yeah, it's a bit to get used to. There's a language in there if you can sort of figure out yeah. what it all means. Yeah, I'm going to learn this. Yeah, what are the... I'm gonna be. One of the big things with this series of cards is they're really, really focused on AI because, you know, that's the industry buzz right mm-hmm. now. Um, mm-hmm. These are supposed to be really good at AI tasks. And now they're kind of using this DLSS framework, I guess, to integrate AI into the processing with these cards. So your games are running better um, based on that AI architecture. Well, all right. I like it. I'll be, I'm catching up, dude. I'm, I'm moving slowly into the into the 21st century um my pen has a light on it so to say account and a bottle opener let's run through all the things this pen has it's got a ruler right here um uh, i think there's a screwdriver in here somewhere so i that's see a exciting. level a bubble level there's a level yep it's a stylus and a stylus in here no, that's a pro gamer move end. Yeah, exactly. Beat that TI-4090. Let me see your stylus. Um, so, yeah, it's exciting. Oh, here's the... Uh, nope, that's just... I don't know what that is. I'm not going to mess with that. So, yeah, that's my pen. Nice. All right, anything else that we got to talk about this week? Let's see. I wanted to bring up one thing. There is an official date that Pal World 
oh, Pokemon right. with guns and sweatshops. It's uh oh, it's going into early access on January nineteenth. We didn't know that date last week when we talked. No, about it. you're right, and not only that, it's a day one Game Pass game. So yeah, while that this is on that. console, it's only on Xbox. It's on Xbox and PC. It's weird. I didn't um. I had no idea it was uh, intended to be an exclusive or show up on console. Um, I'm still there's so many mysteries surrounding this, so pretty yeah. soon too. we'll know more We're soon. It's so close, yeah. I'm excited to shoot Pokemon. I'm sorry, not po- Pokemon. Um, all right. Well, thanks so much for checking out this week's episode of Gaming News Weekly. Um, definitely go check us out on our socials, TikTok, Instagram. We're there posting quality content all day. And then, well, not all day, you know, maybe like once a day. Um, and then you could check out the video version of this show at Pop Culture Playground and uh, the audio version anywhere podcasts are found. You can also go check us out on Fruit Lab. It's a website that we use. We post our gaming content. We post this show there. And you could earn like a cryptocurrency just by watching video clips or even posting your own video clips. And then um, what else? Game Facts, G-A-M-E-F-A-X. It's where Full Clip's posting all his quality stuff. You go watch him uh, run a beer factory for about 38 minutes. And um, I think that's everything. So, uh, to mention TikTok, because you uh, you're blasting some videos out there on TikTok. They're getting some yeah. views. Yeah, TikTok's that's awesome. been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been uh, growing uh, nicely. So get over there, please. Help follow us. Uh, once we get to a thousand over there, we'll be able to do like lives. I don't know what that means. It's probably just me pooping. Yeah, that's oh, gonna and, uh, get all the views. In podcast news, Google Podcasts is shutting down pretty soon. They got a disclaimer all over the app and stuff. So if you follow us there, please go mm. to wherever you plan to pick up your podcast later and resubscribe there. Do it ahead of time so you don't forget about us. Good call. Yeah, I didn't know that. I just popped this stuff on an RSS feed and it just goes everywhere. It goes everywhere. Yeah. I didn't even know anything. So that's good. Thank you for that. All right. That's it. We will see you next week. More quality gaming news. <laughs>